These girls, yeah, they be on me. I be horny like that. Bust it open, get your name up and ride back. When you banged up, when you banged up like this, baby, hype this. Don't you buy this, the style that put you on to, put you on to. Late night, yes, you played nice, you get money, though. You ain't tripping, you ain't tripping, baby. You know you mixing, yeah, yeah, mixing, yeah. Mixing, yeah, yeah, mixing. She a grinder, she a hustler, she can do it all. So you mixing up the cuts, but you can do it all. Then know you mixing, yeah, yeah, mixing, yeah, mixing, yeah, yeah, mixing. About the business, yeah, she about the business. Hit the club, look how she be mixing. She like me, she excite me, mixing. She like me, she excite me. She like me, she excite me. She like me, she excite me. She hustle, she hustle, she hustle. Yes, sir. Oh man, you're back. Yes, sir. Oh man, shout out to Mike Classic for the musical selection. Yeah, Classic. Okay, yeah, man. I like that. That's a little bop. I like that. A little bop, little bop. Why, Mike Classic? Oh man, we back. Yes, sir. Just wanted to set the tone a little bit for the. For the musical selection, let y'all know how we rocking. Uh, we are back. Wonderful to be here once again with my brothers. Start this off right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen, boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host, Jay to my left. Hex. Uh, not in the building, but in our hearts as always. G. In the middle as always. Oh. Bruh. We missed you last week. Yeah, we I did. appreciate that. We missed you last week. Bro. You weren't in the building. If you're yeah. going to cut in like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we bro. You messed did. the intro up. I, nah, I, okay. I think I was Irv last week. Yeah. Didn't I do that? Hey, you I did. I was you. I did. I said I, I, I called him Irv one time. <laughs> hey. In the middle. As always. As always. Irv Nizzle. And in the building, as always. Jay Tudor. Oh, man. Um, I guess technically I wasn't in the building. Let's get it correct. Man, um... Real quick, before we get to wellness check, uh, I just want to let everybody know, uh, and this is kind of on my heart a little bit. Uh, I know it's the holidays, and I know people are, are celebrating and people doing the Christmas shopping. My Christmas shopping kicked my ass, by the way. Um, but I just want to let everybody know uh, that seasonal depression is real. Yeah, um, man. I got a homeboy who's going through it. Uh, he lost his mom three years ago. Mm. And I'm, I, I didn't have to talk him off the ledge, but I had to have like an extended conversation with him yeah. and kind of, you know, be there for him. So I just wanted to this is not my shout out to him, um, but I just want to let everybody know that it's real. Uh, reach out to people. I know we're all going through uh, the end of the year trying to wrap things up, but yeah. just make sure you reach out to your people uh, because seasonal depression is real. That's tough. Yeah, it is. Um, well, to check now that I got through that. Hex, how you feeling? Man, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I just got one. I, I, I'm hit you with one. I'm good, <laughs> right? You know, so I'm not great. I'm good. Uh, I'm not good, good, but I'm good. Um, here, uh, you know, disappointed we didn't get some shows done, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we back yeah, in the yeah, building. Two weeks in a row. So Going I, strong. Again, shout out to y'all who said, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I said, we coming. And here we are. And so, uh, and anxious to say some of the things that need to be said. And and so, um, again, proud of some situations that we, that 
people, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure they see what, what growth really looks like. And when it happens, do, do they even see that it's happening? And so that's, you know, a good. Yeah. Family good. You know what I'm saying? But I got I got some homies going through some things. It's tough, tough. And so one of my one of my, my closest homies going through something tough with his son. And so I'm just, you know, wishing the best for him, everything that they're dealing with. And uh and and uh life couldn't be realer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so blessed, man. I'm here. Yes, sir. Irv, how you feeling? I'm good, bro. I'm working hard trying to stay out of trouble. I don't know how well I'm doing at either one, but I'm trying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Working hard. Yeah, that's the that that's been the theme of twenty three for me. Is working hard, keep my head down, staying out of trouble. So I I dig it. We relate. We're here. Hey, yeah. you'd be surprised of how many people mm-hmm. still manage to hate on you just <laughs> <laughs> work hard and stay out of trouble. Absolutely. Yeah, damn focus. Absolutely. JR, how you feel? Hey man, I feel uh blessed right now, man, to be around you guys. Um and each one of you individually, because I talk to you guys individually um, at some point in time or the other, and I kind of, you know, do a survey of where my, you know, health is, mental health, um, and where I'm, you know, where I'm at in life. And one of the things I would say is that each one of you guys tell me basically that say what you got to say mm-hmm. and what you guys have, what I've learned through this podcast is that when you have a question, ask that question, mm. okay? Um, and the way to ask it, just just straight out ask it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are we doing this? Are we doing that? And um, generally you get a direct answer um, rather than waiting for it to become an emotional buildup and then it doesn't come out exactly the right mm-hmm. way because um, I'm a passionate guy. So, um, but the way you deliver and the way you come off is important. And um, I just want to say that, you know, I'm blessed to be around you guys in my evolution in this life to understand, and it makes me a better person. And I just want you guys to know, even with my intensity in everything that I want to do, it's always in the move, it's always in a, a an intention to move forward. Mm. And, um, and again, I got a lot to say right now, even on this opener, but... You know, I was sequestered this week for you know uh, jury duty, yeah. and um, first of all, kudos to you for for uh, serving uh, public service. Exactly right yeah. there. Kudos to you because a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people shy away from shit like that. You know, they try to get out of it, but you actually stepped up and, and did what you had. And we need more people who are level headed and of their right mind to be able to step up and actually care and inform to do something like that. So kudos to you, my brother. Sure, and as an entrepreneur as well, it's like one of those things where. You know, if you when you're sequestered in there and you have to go through security checks and uh, there's places where you have to be escorted in the building and things of that nature where you can't freelance like you normally do in your everyday life. um, It was just one of those humbling experiences this week. Um, But it was great to hear, you know, officers of the court ultimately saying thank you for your service. Mm. You always tell people thank you for their service. But to hear that, you know thank you for your service and your time and efforts and it just made it, it was nothing more american than that yeah you know i i really um i really feel like uh there are a couple of ways that you can feel connected to the process and feel like you're actually making a a a difference 
Um, one of those, like we always preach, is to participate in the political process. That's the first and foremost, the biggest thing that you can do is to make your voice be heard. But the one of the top ones is to serve mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Uh, a panel, to be able to uh, listen to a case, listen to, uh, you know, uh, litigators and and come to a reasonable uh, conclusion because everybody is not able to do that. Everybody ain't able to do that. And, you know, we always talk about, uh, you know, wanting more from our government and, you know, wanting more from the process. But we have to be able to put some work in, too. We have to be able to do something to aid the process. And that's part of what uh, you went through. So we're the people. Yeah. 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 Kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Um, My week was was good. Uh, Like I said before, though, Christmas is, is kicking my ass. Um. It is. It is. Keep my ass. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I'm surviving. You hear that a lot, you know, <laughs> bro. I'm trying to tell you, these Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales. I don't know what's going on. I remember when Black Friday sales used to actually be like a thing. Like you get like a, a wash and dry for like fifty dollars. Like I remember when you. I mean, something crazy. And now it's like they've commercialized it to the point where it's like. Yeah, we got 15% off. It's just a sale. Right. We're open. (laughs) We're open. That's literally it. Like, where are the deals at? Nope. Because you will see, the problem is we're a a consumption society. We all got our 50-inch, 65-inch TVs. And we we got this, you got the sound bar. Yeah. Right? The next year you get, you you know, you get the universal remotes. You surround sound. You running out of stuff. And you got the stuff, yeah. right? Fire stick, right? Tablet, phone, game. I mean, what, 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 I mean, the toys. You run out of toys. Let me ask you a question, real quick. I, I wanted to ask you, and I'm I'm going to get to the first subject. I promise. But I just wanted to ask this real quick. I'm gonna go around. What is the one Christmas gift that you got that stands out to you that you remember? It could be anything. You could have got a Red Rider BB gun. You could have got whatever it is. What was that one Christmas gift that you got? It was like just sticks out to you forever. Man, I got oh. boxing gloves in nineteen. <laughs> 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 and uh man, I got these boxing gloves. Mm, that was it. Yeah, man. Pick we got a picture of it. I'm like, I got some boxing gloves. That was the one. So you are a you grown man. Me. You remember that? Yeah. That those boxing gloves stood out. Man, mm. that's what I'm talking about. In my underwear, you know, like. Let's <laughs> oh, you, get it. you, yeah, you we, was Muhammad Ali. We was opening gifts early. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah, Irv. One Christmas gift that you got that you that sticks out to you that's like, I remember. But I mean, as a kid, oh, what it, whatever. I was a kid. I had a I had a red dirt bike. I mean, it was a red like a. It was just. Bright red, and it mm. had these white disc wheels, and with the red trim on it. Yes, oh, it, oh it looked like it was. I mean, it was like <laughs> the dopest thing. <laughs> I'm gonna be out here smoke back then. You be racing and all that stuff. Well, back, well, I used to race with the dudes, but that's when I found out that it wasn't really that fast of a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it was just you. pretty <laughs> when you, it's nice to look at. Yeah, but coming down Christmas morning, seeing that joint by the tree. Oh you know, man, yeah. knowing I was like. I'm the only one that can ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> that must be my joint. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah man. JR, the one Christmas gift that stands out to you was like, oh, my God, they got this, or that stuck out to you the most. Man, and I can remember, 
I don't know if you guys remember the Super Friends and I, oh hell yeah and you know Aquaman and it it was a it was a collection of the Super Friends. It had you know a box with Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was my oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> for sure for sure, for sure. But no and it was it was the whole uh, metropolis or whatever city and it, it had the whole and it was it was just that um, man it was just so fascinating to see that because you watch on your cartoons in the morning, but then all of a sudden now you have each action figure. They all came in this mm-hmm. this little you know little uh, setup they had, right. and, yeah. and it was just it's just one of the things that just yeah, stuck out. Stuck out, yeah, yeah, man. Mine was y'all remember the racing tracks that had like the little oh, cars on them yeah, yeah. that had like it was a, a strip and the they had the little yeah with the guns. had the little remote control with the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that bro when I came down. And oh. that was up, and it was in a box, and it was like the last thing. And you, I had got all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I had got the socks and, the, you know, the pajamas and all that. Right. And it, it was in the back of the tree, and I was like, what is that? And then my grandmother came to see. She was like, oh, you forgot this one. I opened that up. Man, I was racing both cars by myself with both. <laughs> I was sitting there just trying to <laughs> trying to keep them on. That was the man. Yeah, man. Oh, but these kids now. The racetrack. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't no racetracks no more, bro. I'm trying, trying to let y'all know. It ain't racetracks no more. It's... uh. Yeah, it's all electronics, digital TVs and laptops, Roblox, video games, Fortnite. <laughs> that's all. It gift is, cards. That's all. I, it is. I hit every birthday I hit. It's, that's <laughs> all. It was. What's, what's Fortnite gift card, Roblox gift card, Roblox something. I'm like, okay, hold I can't see you. Like you don't see that joy. Like you see the when you get them stuff like that, they get it and then they go. Like yeah. they get stuff Girl. and then they go off to wherever they're gonna be in and they use it. It's not like back in the day, like with us, like with uh. You know, with the 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 bike that you was talking about, like you, the, everybody come outside, your family, and they can see you riding it up and down the street. Right. You know, the boxing glove, you see them, you know, what I'm saying doing that, or with the 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 Metropolis and the yeah. Super Friends thing, you got you can see them playing with it. Yeah. With our kids, it's like, all right, all right, bet you gonna go, okay, you go, okay, all right, you gonna use that on the. And and let me let me throw this in there. Now that I, now that you, you you y'all said what you said, and I got a chance to think about it. I got a I got a serious strong tie. If not, really, this might be my answer. There was a Christmas I got the Atari. Uh, oh, you ain't saying nothing but a word, bro. Come on, man. With the, with uh, the, with the remote, with the one button? You ain't saying nothing man. but a word, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when, Joystick. You didn't even know. <laughs> it wasn't even out yet. You know, it was one of them joints. Yeah, the 20, it was just hitting, you know. 2600, yeah. That Atari yeah. 2600, the yeah, wooden yeah, panel. Yeah. Come on, y'all don't. Come on. And, then they, and then they had the M network games that went with it and all that. And, you know, and then the basic the, game, yeah. Combat, game. Space yeah, Invaders. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Kaboom was my It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. All right. But, so. but we were happy. Let's go. Absolutely. All right. So y'all have heard enough about us being old and talking about our. It's almost Christmas time. It is. It is Christmas time. It is. Our non-digital Christmas. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, So first uh, segment that we're going to get into, um, we have been talking about the dysfunction in the the House of Representatives uh, and specifically the dysfunction in the leadership of the House of Representatives. Uh, Currently, the Speaker of the House now is Mike Johnson. Johnson. Thank you. I'll, you all know plainest that. Name. I saw you about to say He had the plainest name. It's hard for me to remember his name, but yeah, Mike Johnson. Uh, he is the current Speaker of the House. The former Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, right. um, who was ousted, has announced that he will be leaving Congress at the end of the year. Yeah, he's out. Um, first of all, I, I want to get y'all's opinions. Um, are y'all shocked by him leaving 
I'm I'm not gonna say uh well I I guess ahead of time because he had more time right he didn't have to leave yeah he didn't have to leave yeah it's not like he but, said he's he not re- coming up for he didn't get this to me it's like he has to have you don't just make this kind of move without having something to fall back he has on. an alternative plan remember he was if not the most one of the most prolific fundraisers in the Republican Party so his Rolodex is fine and he's going to have his choice of yep. jobs on the conservative side mm-hmm. being a consultant doing whatever wherever he wants um and i don't i, I don't think that he wanted to wait for the ch- to take the chance of coming up for yeah, really. re-election again and, and actually having to go against somebody, mm-hmm. um, but it's it, it's a <laughs> he's a he's a perpetual fuck that guy to me. Yeah, I, mean, I, I yeah, have yeah. no sympathy for him. I, I'm I'm I didn't want him to have the job to begin with because I didn't think, and it seems like that the rest of his party at this particular point in time didn't think he had a backbone and he wasn't an honest cat. And the majority of the people keep saying that he turned his back on him. Clearly, he made all these deals and had 15 chances before he was actually given the opportunity to be speaker. So you had to make and make all these promises that, at the end of the day, you just couldn't Couldn't keep. keep. So, I mean, the it's not as short as the what was the the British lady that was you know she she wasn't there long as lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Lettuce went bad before. I mean, she she got. Kicked out before the letters went bad, so I, I have no sympathy for him. It's it's got to be one of the shortest speaker deals in are you, history. Are you shocked? Is it is this a, a huge shock or is it like? It's, oh, okay, it's, I mean, it's it's a it's a, it's not a huge shock to me. I mean, it's it's a shock that they made the move without having a plan. Mm. That's what the shock is. Well, what I would say is that I think it's clear that part of what happened is he lost his leverage. Mm. And and when it, when he took the job, it was under threat, yeah. right? So they everyone told him straight up, look, if you don't do what we want, if I don't get what I what I'm looking for, what my constituents need, mm-hmm. so I can shine, I, I'm gonna have a problem with you, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go tell the teacher. Yeah. And so that since that was and that was a public threat. How does how does everyone know? That's supposed to be the secret that you find out later. Mm-hmm. But they made it clear to the public, hey, if he don't do what we say. Which is also a, a, a way of trying to signal America as to how things could work mm-hmm. and whether or not you'll accept it. We we said it. How did y'all react? People didn't really overreact. So the normalcy behind holding steady to the threat it was something Kevin had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think part of why he's choosing to leave is he doesn't have the leverage. He doesn't have the 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 friends he used to have. Yeah. Or he didn't have the friends that that, that had to be his friend. Because the power he used to have, mm. and so he's stepping back, and he's going to line up as we just talked about him lining up and decide he's you know he's with Trump all of a sudden. Yeah, he endorsed and, him. Yeah. Right, and so last way to hold on to the boat, if there's going to be a boat, if there's going to be a way back in, it's through him. Get it, you know, and he also is, is familiar with the game. Yeah, which is part of what we were talking about with Mike Johnson. That's his flaw. Is that. He he's making Kevin. He you know what, what he really did for Kevin McCarthy is, is he told everybody, oh he wasn't as bad as you thought he was. At least he knew how to do the job, mm-hmm. even if you didn't like it. That's the new yeah. thing. If we don't like it, then you're terrible at it. Yeah, and I and I get that too. But we got to have some some balance because, you know, one of the topics we're going to talk about later is with the, with the, the Republican debate. And one of the things I want to you know bring up in this content is context is 
the, the American people are so unaware of what's happening that when these things do happen and Kevin McCarthy is either capable or not capable, people aren't even involved enough to care. So they can be flawed. I think that's what we don't we don't get. Like as long as we stay like so non invested, mm-hmm. the more they don't have to have. They can yeah. uh, Santos can show up. Yeah. We're, we're so we act like outraged after the fact, but I'm just like we're not engaged enough to even realize if we're being lied to. Is that true? Uh, uh, is that person reliable? Have they previously been uh, accountable? You know, and those things matter. So when Kevin McCarthy is sitting in this situation where he's having to decide what is he going to do when he decides to step out, it makes sense. Hey, I lost where I was. The people I I controlled, I don't control anymore. And the people who I was cool with no longer have their jobs or or those in those states. Yeah. JR, are you shocked by everything that's going on with him in the situation? Are you shocked that he decided to leave early? I mean – Going back to what you guys are saying, it's like pretty much he's biding time. He was biding time. Um, I agree with that. Picking for, looking for the perfect um, exit. So this is like, it's not shocking. Mm. It's just kind of the mo of what we do and how we allow people to kind of uh, pick their spots Mm. of where they're going. And um, you know, with uh, Mike Johnson uh, coming into play, there it's just it just seems like everything is just. Nothing is taken seriously. It's yeah. almost like we're having the same talk every week about the same same faces, same it's just what are they gonna do next? Yeah. So it's it's not surprising to me. I, I initially I was shocked until I actually gave it some thought and then about who I was, you know, giving the thought to. And I came to the realization that he got what he wanted. His main goal, and he said this the whole entire time, was to be speaker. That's true. He wanted to be speaker. That was his big thing. So he got it. He lost it early, but he got it. So once he reached that goal, he said, okay, you know what? Is there anywhere else for me to go? Like, is there anywhere else up that I can go? Do I have any more goals here? Is this the ultimate goal? This is not the ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is his own ego. And to feed that ego, he can't do that anymore just being a regular person. So how do I feed it? Correct. Exactly. How do I feed my ego? You know what? I'm going to leave early, grab the headlines, and then when I leave, I'm going to go and be, like you said, a consultant. Or I'm going to have something to do with fundraising. Or I'm going to be on somebody's show or something like that. And then they're going to call me great because I'm going to have all this wealth of knowledge. And I'm going to be able to articulate it so well. And y'all are going to give me even more praise that I can't get because I'm not speaker anymore. So... And just getting back to what you're saying, it seems like, and it's flowing down into our society, it flows down into corporate worlds and so forth, it's a lot of people who are looking now, instead, goal setting is one thing, to set a goal, mm-hmm. and sometimes we come up short from them goal, those goals and things of that nature, but I'm seeing more and more in society today where it's not just goal setting, it's more of a timing thing, um, it seems more of a... Uh, trying to think a setting so in other words if i stay at this job at the rate of you know a hundred thousand dollars a year by my third year i'll be here mm. and then i'll be so and so and then i'll be promoted to that thus i can go on and we're kind of recycling people in in in, in positions rather than people standing up to commitments 
of what that what they say they're doing. I'm I'm, let me tell you something. The problem here with a Kevin McCarthy leaving a stand or anybody else participating is we don't know who's even in the game. We know all the names of all kind of people who apply to things that don't actually matter. We know every character in power. We know everybody in the shy. We know everybody who plays for our favorite football team, basketball team. When it comes to people who are going to impact your life or your children's lives, it makes absolutely no sense that people are not actually aware of what we're talking about. I'm going to go there in one sense, right? And hopefully based on the conversation and other conversations you do or will continue to grasp the notion that this was the person who could have been president if and if. And now we have somebody who's in office who's shown he's less than competent. And it's what this really comes down to is Kevin McCarthy's people said this is the perfect time to get out. You as easy mentioned, you're gonna draft you're gonna draw some attention. Bang, got that. You're gonna get that off the rip. Two, you're gonna grab some sympathy. Mm-hmm. Three, you're gonna grab some regret. People going just how you when you walk out of there like y'all gonna find out when I leave y'all gonna kick me out and they finding out because yeah. as we gonna get, touch on the Mike Johnson issue this the the runner up the guy you thought would be better the guy you thought you well we don't have to punk him he's on our side he's a clown yeah he was the fourth choice they're they they like two Come on. yeah another one yeah the, on yeah, the nineteenth choice out. of the, <laughs> he and, was the compromise right. now I, I don't even, Miss, I think I don't even think Ke- Kevin McCarthy is that complex of a character quite honestly I, I think this is all about the fact that I was the man at one point and I'm no longer, longer the man, man. But I, I can't handle the shit I can't I can't sit here and not have the same effect that the, I can't the cameras aren't in front of me I'm not talking every day I'm not the, mm. the first person that they run into when right. we come out of session yep. and, and, and I don't have that well, attention anymore I'm just well, yeah. so well everybody I, who I, voted I, against yep. you who voted you out don't, they not rocking with you so it is uncomfortable well remember, <laughs> it, it remember he got voted out by the minority in the back. That's that's the bad part about it. It was the Freedom Caucus people yeah. who are in the minority in their party that actually, that, but he was the Which one that agreed to the, the rule. Yeah. Right. He was the one that agreed to the rules, and they, they didn't, didn't do anything but follow the rules. But yeah. like I said, they did it without a plan, and then you get the compromise fourth choice guy. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Who, who, who is, right. Who, who, who keeps telling that, everybody that, that. That's a t-shirt. Every, every, that's everything, <laughs> all of his ideas come straight from the Bible. Dot, dot, dot. And who? who? Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, all of his ideas come straight from the Bible. He's and, Moses. Yeah, that's that's basically what he said today. He's modern day Moses. Moses. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Moses I'm just trying to cousin. figure out. Right. Moses Malone. <laughs> Moses Malone. He's got a lot of rebounds. Pronounced Mooses, but yeah. But he, to me, he represents a, he is a symptom of a bigger issue in the legislature. You know, he represents exactly what he's supposed to represent. Yeah, but 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 not just that, but he is a personification of people in the legislature not really caring about, the, the first objective is not to serve the people. That is mm-hmm. not the first it's objective. It's not to serve all people. No, exactly. Exactly. There's people he's serving. Right. They if you let him they tell it, he's serving a higher power. So he he yes. is preordained. I'm sorry. Yeah. He is preordained yes. for this 
position. I mean, he has talked to God, yeah. and God has instilled in him the ability for him to serve the how, Lord. He's I, not I, serving I, how many, how, I'm, I wonder how many of them 15 votes did the Lord vote on. Go no, ahead. I'm sorry. But that, but that's the problem. You know, you, you, you bring in someone like them. That's a couple of pods ago I said about Mike Johnson. When you when you talk about this event, he has, he has an evangelistic podcast. On. See, these kind of things don't have any place. And I'm not saying God has no place in whatever. Can't never say that, bro. But I can't ever say that. But the inf- how can I put it? The actual leverage that you're trying to use with that is 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 is, is just not consistent. It's- you have to, you have to be like you said about the people. You can't be about a particular people because let's say I don't serve your God in the way you think it should be served. Am I any less um, deserving of your service? Of your service? Yeah. What I, I like to call it, uh, I like to call it weaponized evangelism. Okay. Right. Yep. It's weaponized evangelism, and that's the uh, that's the, the 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 thing that people like him use when they talk like that. And you can tell it's weaponized vandalism because of the way that they react to certain situations when they don't get what they want. If you have somebody who is genuine in their faith, they're going to understand, Okay, maybe I'm not here, but I can still do something positive here and I can serve. But when they don't get what they want, all of a sudden they lash out and they do something wild. And then that's how you can tell when it is. So, So in other words, I guess what I'm saying is God's light should be a beacon that shines through you. You shouldn't have to mention anything about a specific faith. I, it should be a beacon. It, it's either you have it in you or you don't. Because right now we're talking about, like you said, the people and the process. I shouldn't have to back it up with I'm a God-fearing, God-serving guy. I shouldn't have to do that. You should I see it in my action. I agree 100%. There's a time and place in all religions. It should just be the Christian nationalists. Right. It should be all religions in this country. That's what we were told should mm-hmm. and are supposed to be respected. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that seems to not be what's happening right at now. all. Exactly. Because when all that to say, though, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All, all that to say it, 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 it's, it bothers me. It's unfortunate that we're at a point now where people are using God mm-hmm. and they want to say it's populism, but to me, it's just it's just white nationalism. We're mm-hmm. doing, we're, the, yeah. There's a majority, and we're trying to get the majority of us. Yeah. Um, and it's more important our 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 whiteness is more important than our Americanness. Yeah. Mm. And to me, that is the overall problem with our country and why we right. aren't successful. And that's what he's going to serve. Yeah, and, and, that, he, and this isn't everybody. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, right. We have allies. There are people who don't see color at all. And sure. I know a, a a bunch of folks that could care what if I was purple, they would treat me the same damn way. They wonder why I was purple, but they would treat me <laughs> right. the same damn way. But there are people in this country that believe that their color mm-hmm. and their religion yeah. give them paramount over everybody else. Exactly, and that is is part of what's contributing to the fracturing of our society. Yeah, sure. and, and let me say, the, the, this, it's their own fault for not truly continuing to populate at the same rate while you allow the same people who are your own father's father's friends, allow the people who are coming into the country that are outnumbering you and changing the demographics to even be here. So... And the funniest part behind that is then you're the very people complaining that 
Joe Biden's letting them in as he's the one steady trying to put them and return them back to where they came from. Right. All while you're under the impression we're opening the opening the door. We won't put a fence on every last inch of land. So therefore, that's what's happening. It's our fault. Yeah. Oh, and no, be, and believe that that leadership has no intention to solve that problem. No, yeah, because because the, the one before they had it solved, like the 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 administration before they had it figured out. But now all of a sudden it's like you got one. He's letting everybody you know this problem has been through administration, through Republican, Democrat. They ain't figured out how to solve this problem yet. But those who are trying, you don't want to give credit to. Yeah, facts. And the problem here is, and I, that's and my whole point is to say with this is. The unfortunate fact that they are, the the white population's numbers are changing is because you're the ones who set up these rules. And when I say you individually don't feel like you're, the, you're individually responsible, it's those who are in power and we know who those who are in power are. Generally, it is powerful white men, right? So those are the ones who are making the rules and setting the tone for how things even work to begin with. You have to keep that in mind as all of this transpires so we don't confuse the notion that some of your misdirected hatred shouldn't necessarily be directed at your own side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we up on it. Wonderful segment. Um, I just want to wrap it up real quick by saying that uh, Mr. McCarthy, um, farewell. Um, and just FYI, if you need like a reference, mm. you know what I'm saying, for your next job, whatever it is, um, don't call us. Please, please. Please don't call us. Uh, we'll be up on it. Wonderful segment. We'll refresh our drinks and be back. Hex, give me one. U D K.
and I ain't even in the racing. I just get it, I'm not in the money chasing. Shot to dance a little, no, she can't fake it. Even little booties matter, she gon' shake it. She gon' shake it. Hey, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Had to make some changes, so I'm scheming on the low. On the low. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I know there's some circuits in the room that gotta go. The ballot pouring from the sky, let's get rich. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, let's man. Go. Some serpents in the room, they gotta go. Ah, a little bounce. Okay. Yeah, yes, sir. I like message. how the joint came in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a message in. Uh, shout out to Al Fury on the track. Fury on the Look track. Are you back? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, man, we back. Uh, speaking of serpents, <laughs> <laughs> can I just. There we go. Is that Segway. A, is that right? Is that a good? Yeah, that's I would. Speaking, yeah. yeah. Speaking of serpents, um, we will now, uh, conclude our coverage of the Republican. I don't want to call it the primary debate. Uh, the Republican what cabinet race. <laughs> the Republican cabinet race, aka the Republican primary debates. The race for second place. Yes, the, the race. For second place. The, the race Bars. for second place. Bars. I hope not. I ain't gonna. I hope not. Okay. Um, they are now down to uh, Chris Christie, who, by the way, I am Team Chris Christie. Um, in this sense, uh, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. Yep. Um, this shit is now turned officially turned into Squid Games. This is officially the Republican version of that. I fully expected them to have to like get on a bridge and guess <laughs> what step to step on and not fall through like if they had done that it'd be more they need to do that next year like this all of this shit is boring like i need fuck the talking i need y'all to do some shit like the red light green light like with a big <laughs> statue of trump just like turn around and then when they move shoot them like they need to, they need to have that shit right um but the uh the, the final uh primary debate um it was a lot more of the same um but it was it was very telling because it was a lot less Chris Christie. It was a lot less Chris Christie uh, and a lot more Nikki Haley. Vivek was there. In my opinion, he was there. He was talking his trash and they, you know, they were hurling insults at him that he deserved. Um, but the only one that was there, in my opinion, that was actually trying to talk about something mm-hmm. that was of some kind of substance was Nikki Haley. That was just, just, just my opinion. Hex, how do you feel? Oh, man, I thought this is one of the best shows ever, um, and, and I call it a show because that's, that's what it turned into <laughs> oh, yeah. in so many facets. Because uh, the the in depth conversation was lacking is uh, a compliment because the individuals running weren't there to really truly discuss uh, their ideas. Mm. They were here to, to discuss what's wrong. And I, I, one of the the outcomes that I loved about the whole the whole debate was that Chris Christie stood up and said, "You know, if y'all are listening, the other three individuals up here tonight are not answering the questions. They they are telling you where they stand, which means they clearly already have responses they already plan to say. They anticipate you to ask those questions, so they they already know exactly how to respond." And you're not getting an answer to exactly what happened. Megan uh, Kelly Kelly was the was the the, the main narrator. I thought, why? Well, why are the three? First of all, I was like, 
Okay, oh, opportunity. Overkill. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, diversity. And and that's not an insult, but it's at the same time. It was three, and it was like, and then out of, there's three of y'all, and you couldn't maintain control. That's what, that's what I guess, really irritated me. You had three people up there who could speak up and say, we're going we're gonna to have each individual speak as spoken to, and only that. And then allowing them to continue to speak over people, all it did, it was a, an attempt, once again, by the Republican Party to muddy the waters. Muddy the waters. Mm-hmm. They want everybody to look like they're the same. Nikki Haley did held uh, hold her head up high and stand through all the nonsense that Ramaswamy was spitting. It was it was ridiculous. It was it was immature. It was uh, to be expected, and 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 it, and it was crass. You know, saying the the idea that he was always trying to be insulting to her at all every moment. I don't know which backwood man woman hating group that you thought. You were gonna, you were, you were appealing, appealing to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was pathetic in the notion that he was trying to be uh, so condescending as though here we and here we have this woman up here dare run and and let me be the only one to bring up anyone's flaws is I'm gonna bring up hers. I, I'm not gonna say anything about DeSantis and specifically other than when I say the rest of them when he does the thing about the media and the 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 the, the uh, 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 the behind the scenes organizations that run how it all put, it's put together yeah. that dictate you know who's going to be allowed to be participating and how he's trying to out them you know and they're just uh, uh, puppets and at the end of the day we may all agree that they may be puppets but for totally different reasons but Ramaswamy stood up there and said that what I'm gonna try to do is just draw some attention because I'm thinking maybe America's not smart enough to realize I didn't say much when I, all I did tell you is, is who's all wrong. Nikki Haley don't know what she's talking about. Doesn't it sound familiar to you? Right. Oh, what I, oh it's, it's a playbook. Mm-hmm. And and the idea is just as – and here's one of my biggest points I want to make. I think it's hilarious at the same time that we have this whole notion that Trump is just going to kill him in the polls. Where we get this from? Because they keep telling you. What, what, what polls – told you people already the majority of the, of the Republican Party is dead set on voting for Donald Trump. I swear there's a game being played right there up front. They've done this for almost a year. Like I don't even understand why the rest of y'all are even here, but I guess we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And and I'm so glad that people are running, but the problem is I think, as I mentioned the other night, what was on TV? Survivor. Celebrity Jeopardy. Mad Singer. No hate to these shows. Respect. And and quantum leap, while the debate is on, this these are the people who might run the country if they win, right? These are the people who might dictate how things work in the world you live in if they win, right? But somehow it doesn't have the same ability to grasp people, and at the same time, nor do we have this commercialism that says the debate the debate's coming. Hey, make sure y'all if y'all paying attention. We got some people running. They might run the country. Real talk, but you do see the commercials for all those other shows that were running at the same time all week. And I just, it, it's just fascinating to me how there is a consistency behind people's lack of attention and, and, and feeling why there's a reason to be engaged. And have, at the same time, while the, 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 the media feels no notion to tell you about it. If you guys remember, you know, um, you know, as we can remember back in the 80s and early 90s, um, you know, and I always bring this back up. We, we talk about uh, WWF wrestling, NWA wrestling, and there was always a storyline 
you know, some type of plot mm. to to we knew that it was fake, but it still intrigued us because you know they could e- at least bring us into an idea of bringing in certain groups like the Four Horsemen or bringing in this, and and, and it, it would be it would be compelling is the word. The word is it would be it would be somewhat intriguing and compelling mm-hmm. to believe this fake uh, stuff. And as we've seen, as you said, Hex, we've seen a a president result out of that whole mm-hmm. uh, wrestling fake uh, illusion illusion. And so it picks up a certain uh, audience or a certain, and it, and, it, and it does, it's like a snowball. It, it, it does get some traction. And that's the scary part about it now. When we talk about even in our sports now, because all, all this stuff trickles down from the top, and you talk about sports entertainment versus actual sport. And you talk about uh, a, a world in which it, it's being, we're being not even duped anymore. They're telling us, basically, they're rolling it out and saying, this is what it is. This is what you're going to accept. And this is what we're going to give you because we think you guys are a bunch of marks who don't know anything better. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying is basically we need to be insulted by this kind of rollout. But so many people, it's falling so far beneath their radar, they don't even see it. And it's difficult, Earl, it's difficult to take, and I, I understand what you're saying, Hex, about you know not having the 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 proper light being shined on this and the proper perspective and being treated the way that it should be treated. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to get people to have that perspective and that view of what's going on when you see how they're acting on the stage and what's getting them the limelight in the proceeding. It's tough because when you see it, you're like, okay. If if this is something that's serious, they're going to say serious stuff. But they don't. Question. Do you know what's serious and what's not? Mm-hmm. I do. I, that's a, oh, of course you do. I do, yeah. The, the issue is the rest of the country. Yes. See, what, that's why I want to make this show mandatory. Everybody has to watch. These are the people who might run the country. Come on, man. You got an hour? You got an hour every blue moon, every four every four years. You got an hour every couple weeks. Well, we're going to we're going to have these people talk in front of you about how they were, might they might be the best person to run the country. I I, they, I, I I'm just I'm, I'm so thrown back by the notion like that's kind of crazy. Like why would we want to know who these people are and what they do? Come on, hex! Like this is that's ridiculous. Crazy. That's, that's like, rational thought. But that's that's I think that's you. You're, but somebody got to push that narrative. But like, let's come on, let's come on in with this common sense. Then let's push this. You, how excited for the JV game are you? Can you really get? I mean, unless mm-hmm. your kid is playing, mm. <laughs> is it? <laughs> you, mm. you, is you, it? You're not gonna get that worked up about the JV game. Yeah. I mean, if if you telling me that any of these four that was on stage was the varsity. Uh, well, so let me, uh, this that, is, well, that, I, I wanted to say this at the end of the day, which is you're you're so right. Because let me tell you what, vote, being a, a, a Democrat and voting that way. Let me be clear. Oh, we already know who's going who who's going to win this. Yeah. We already know who got the popular sure. vote. All we worried about it is this electoral votes. So that's that's what the push is being put is is being uh, 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 spot, uh, put a spot uh, spotlight on. 
the attention is being drawn to the states that matter. Sure. Again, not that everyone don't matter. We all need everybody to vote. Make the impact. Make the example. But let's don't, as the noise, I think this is sometimes the agenda. They, we got, they got us wrapped up in their, in their debate. You're so right. Er, they got us wrapped up in the debate. Yeah. Hold on. We <laughs> already we, know who's going to win. This is Joe Biden all day. We ain't wrapped up in that. that We're going to get in these streets. Democrats are going to be at these voting polls. We The more attention they keep talking about and showing us the cow clown they are. on. See, that's the, that's the difference. Even as they're trying to win over Republicans, they keep forgetting the Democrats are watching. Bro, that, that debate was on Newsmax. The word went out. Regardless, you gonna have to vote sooner or later. How many? How many people? First of all, how many people have who's president? Newsmax, now? Newsmax. How, many, how many know right. what Newsmax is? And we talking about no, no, no. I'm their talking about, team. The I'm talking about the idea that there was there was even a debate. I already said I, I'm discussing it, knowing that they know that the majority of, of, of people don't know and didn't even hear about. Right, right. Their, nor nor their was people, there a, nor was there an attempt to, to make sure people were their people. Didn't even actively publicize their debate. Yeah. That's that that right there should tell you everything and, you need. That's that's how serious they believe their own participants are. And that's why it's so that's why it's so much so much more important that people say, Hold on, why are they so busy trying to just get Trump a pass? Sure. Hold on. One of the guys running to be president of the United States of America again, but at all, is is in court for what? And he said he's not coming. Yeah. To give his side of where he stands. That's one of the things I had in my, in my little notes. I said, I want to make sure people are clear. Y'all got to really be able to take this serious when you say to yourself, if Trump is is leading in these polls. You mean people don't even know where he stands? Mm-hmm. People don't even know what he's going to correct. They didn't care. They don't know. They, they know what he might have a problem with, right? Anything Joe Biden's doing. However, they have no notion of what he's actually about to do. And if you actually think that they're going to be satisfied at the end of the day when he has no plan to do something, and when I'm always talking about hashtag do something, do you? He blowing again. He's always been blowing. But they were fine and, with and, that. But that's no, no, no. But that's what got him. That's what got him voted out. That's what got him replaced. Is Democrats well, stepping up? That's what got him in. No, no, hold on, hold on. We don't forget our victories, which is why Joe Biden is president now. That's not what I'm talking we, about. We will. I said at the beginning, the best part about it all is they're shining a light on how crazy they are. So our Democratic side and others in between go vote the way we need. So Joe Biden just—he's already there. We're gonna win this. I, 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 that's how much. That's how. That's how crazy they don't realize they've gotten. I, I got you, but remember, like like Mitch McConnell said, we we don't even need a platform. Our our platform is just we're just gonna be against the Democrats, and they were successful. They got a whole presidency based, based on of that. He sure. didn't have your man didn't have no plan. Your man is not even a Republican. Fool so, you so all I had to do was say, I'm gonna do this. Y'all believe that I was gonna do this. Y'all got me in office. I didn't do none of the sh- only, only I, I didn't do none of the only shit that I said I was gonna do. But I told y'all repeatedly that time. I did it. And now I'm if, if this, I did it, I wouldn't be telling you that I'm going to do it again <laughs> this time. But that's what's going on. And these people are still drinking. It, 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 it dawned on me a little while ago, bro. I, I, I've been going back and forth. And I, as, as mad as I want to be at 45, <laughs> at some point in time, you got to say that there are voters that are absolutely happy with this. This is what they want. Our, our country not moving forward or our country on pause serves conservatives right mm-hmm. us moving forward serves progressives and liberal right in our current form our 
you can say what you want to say about the systemic racism thing mm-hmm. and that uh, uh, there's no institutional racism. There's These people are fighting for a reason. You're fighting to maintain a system that's already in place that you benefit from. Your ancestors have benefited from. If all Americans had benefited from that program, would we have the issues that we're having right now? Would you be fighting as hard to keep things the way that they are if mm-hmm. all Americans had access to what we have and, and, and the difference was minuscule or was the same? Obviously, there must be something different if you're fighting so hard to make sure that you can maintain a certain level of something over top of everybody else. They're fighting but, for their advantage. But, but you are the ones that are the patriots. All these other people that have had to take it on the chin and don't, don't get no benefit don't even – have a representative. Remember, you, you you are gerrymandering as many states as you can to make sure that minorities don't even have a say. That That's why there's only four or five swing states right now, yeah. right? So you're doing all this for a reason, but you keep telling people that it's this. It's a dog. Or it's that. And it's the, th- a, the, the, thing that, the thing that makes me nervous, and I, I hear what you're saying, Hex, about you know uh, Trump and 45 not being what he said he was going to do and the things that he didn't do and didn't accomplish. And I get all of that. Right. But Jr. brought up, it was maybe months ago. He was, it was a couple of shows in a row where he was bringing up optics. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was talking about optics. And one of the things that Irv just talked about, which kind of struck with me was that he's saying that these people are fighting to maintain a system and they're status fighting quote. to stay, maintain the status quo mm-hmm. and what's been advantageous to them. I now, if you look at the optics and the people who are potentially going to be the representatives of the Republican Party, which one of them visually and optically, I'm not talking about with com I'm not talking about with sense, I'm not talking about with fact, logic, take all of that shit and put it on the side. Which one optically gives them the look like this motherfucker looks like the advantages that we've had? Forty five. And that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing that scares me the most is that you can give them logic. You can give them our victories. You can give them what we've, what we've, what we've done and what we've progressed and the victories that we have. But at the same time, is it going to come back to what do I see? I see somebody who looks like the advantages that I have. And 45 embodies that. Right. He embodies family I, giving I you Rod money. I think DeSantis does as well. He- In a way. Yeah, he, in a way, he's he, like, yeah, yeah I, I see the. In a way, I get that. Yeah, better believe that, it. But, but you don't hear anybody saying, uh, and he's he, evil. He he is, but nobody say he <laughs> he he fights. Nobody says that Ron DeSantis is fighting for them, or that uh, he he says what we want to say or that we can't say. It, it, it's like for some reason they have really built up forty five to be something that he is not, not by any stretch of the imagination. I just cannot right. and, and that's why he's leaving. We've seen this in the nineties, believe it or not. It's a Don King production. <laughs> only <laughs> only in America. I'm gonna sell you on the preliminaries out here in Vegas. Come on out to Vegas. Well, and, and, and prior to the matches, we're gonna have the face off and guys are gonna start. I'm gonna give you this little distraction, but it's all to lead up to the main event. Which will be one round. <laughs> Which will be one round. Right. And we collect your money and you were duped <laughs> because you actually believed only in America, Don King said it. He showed us, he exposed that mm-hmm. in the 90s. And but this is this is our real politics yeah. that are that are coming into this yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I don't know how you turn back. Yeah. I, I think uh 
sometimes we we just don't have a a true way to hear what's going on with the country what are the truest issues to the country we get the, we get general answers which seem to be the same ones over decades right education better job infrastructure money you're right yeah. we get we we get we heard the and if you come out in the suit and say you're going to you're going to tackle it i hear you all right <laughs> right <laughs> you thump with your thumb up and everything but <laughs> until we decide like as a nation for real like there's almost been to the point where there's a cusp of a, like a revolution of people saying look if if we don't decide to pay attention then what's the point if if we're not going to get involved and in, why why do you expect to not continue to get duped the short end of the stick like it's one thing to keep saying and this is how it is you know like what all right how many times are we gonna do that we, we gotta change this how this goes we gotta change the record now the record what's the next verse and and but no this is what they keep doing okay and so as we could as i say what i'm saying let's not forget everything that's happening in, in down in georgia with, with the uh stacy abrams and getting people to vote and register so we want that to happen nationally if you're not if you haven't Make sure numbers are, tw- are are leaning the way we need them to lean. Well, we don't have someone who's told you already, which is the most absurd part. Is Trump already telling everybody, I'm coming on a vengeance tour the first year of my presidency. He's yeah. going to be a dictator on the first, first day. First day. Yeah, he did. He said Come that. Come on now. Just on the first day. I'm going to be so, a dictator on the first day, and that's it. But that's all. And we got people saying that's the guy we, we're going to want for to represent the country who live in, in – Amongst us, yeah. let me, let me they're just, allowed to, but come on, man. Let me just say this, Hex. I think one of the biggest problems is not defending what you already have. A lot of times, we're looking for change. That's I know, what they doing. I know a lot, and I, but we have to be. Sometimes we're looking for more diversity and inclusion, and and sometimes we don't even hold on to the very things that we have. That and, and I'm not denying that we have to, you know, open up to new things and to new. But one of the things of a culture is if you if you don't hold on to the, the basic things you have, then it's hard to uh, gravitate to a voice of what you want to maintain. And and I think sometimes we get lost in the idea of we get caught up in where everything has to change. This is not. Sometimes you got to hold steadfast, and you know. And I think sometimes we lose that. Uh, yeah. There's always if you are always supposed to be evolving and getting better, right? If you can't analyze, if you can't do some self-determination and look at what you're doing and how you are making yourself better, mm-hmm. then you should be sitting in the same place or regressing. And but as no, a country, if you're not moving forward, no. But what I'm what I'm saying, Irv, I get what you're saying. But but what I'm what, what I'm saying is, when you're doing that, you have to be careful that not everybody's throwing everything into one pot, and it gets kind of crazy and it gets kind of hectic. And we 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 just got to have change for the sake of change. Where there's some things you got to review and say, hey, this is kind of whatever. Maybe it needs to be tapered, but it doesn't need this drastic change based right. on there's some. There's some things yes. you can keep. There's mm-hmm. some things you can get rid of. There's right. some things you can change, make little subtle changes. Yes. But you, you're you not staying stagnant. Right. 
And they're trying to convince us that being stagnant, stagnant where we are right now, is fine. This country is great. And, they, and these people talking about or trying to say anything that makes it improve, they hate our country. Just, just because yeah. they're making suggestions that, that things can sure. be better. Right. And Thank you. I'm not looking at them things right. being that they're suggesting being better for me. And, and, what and, I'm, and what I'm saying is I just don't want, and I get what you're saying, I just don't want everybody throwing something into a pot, and to, into my same pot. We're cooking this thing. We're cooking it together. But then, hey, this is my thing issue. This is my issue. And now the the pot gets a little confused. And that's that's what I'm saying with the. Well, I I I totally I agree. With, with, I I've been said forever. But that's what the melting pot is, though. One yeah. of the things that could happen is they can make a they can make a national list and say, let me tell you something. Instead of us just all throwing it out on the, on the campaign trail, we literally list the yeah. issues right on TV on a chart and tell you look. These are the things that the, that we understand you all said you want to be addressed. Mm-hmm. We understand you pay your taxes. This is how you calm people down too. Mm-hmm. How you get people feeling like they're investing in yes. in the country again and hearing that hey, this is how this all works. You pay in. We're gonna we, we're gonna take this money. We're gonna help. We're gonna we're gonna do what you you voted on, what you suggested. Yeah. And it, this is how things and get done. And, I, and then you, what you then do is you empower the people to feel like you know what I do play a part. Mm-hmm. And you know what, and it does matter. I, I would, and USA all day. You know, you I, get all of that. Hex, I, I would agree, and I agree that that would work. But I don't know how that works when you have special interest groups who have a lot more money and a lot more. Leverage and other people. See, and now, I'm not temptation that, I'm is what's killed it all. No doubt, we already know that and, and, and the ability the, to bribe the only, and that's the that's the only that's the, know, that's the roadblock. What we call lobby. Excuse yeah. me, not right. say bribe. Lobby. That's the and that's the roadblock that and, and you can tell that individuals um and we've gotten to a point with lobbying and with people who have that advantage to the point where now it's not even. Uh, it's not even covered up anymore. Just yeah. like we were talking about with McCarthy now. It's yeah. like, I see now you realize you've tapped out your leverage in the position that you're in. So now you're saying, okay, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. George Santos, same way. Okay, I lied and schemed to get here. I have a limelight now. I can take this and flip it. I'm not worried about being here. MTG, same thing. I have a platform. I can talk. I'm not doing any actual work, Right. Yeah. but I'm going to do this. They just building brains. Right. It, it, all day. All, all of them. That's sure. what they're doing. So if we have people like that that are in power, that are that susceptible to their own pride and their own vices, then I find it's, it's difficult for me and to believe we can get to that point. What I'm saying is but there are the people, there are the type of people and people who already exist who have the, the go, who are in, invested in making sure that politics run the way we need them to run for the country, Whether whatever side wins. That's what everybody knows. That's the one thing about America that's so funny. In the midst of us always complaining about whoever's whoever is president, we know we know everything just goes as it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, man, we keep it a hundred. It just goes as it goes. Not that your vote don't count, because you do think that there are certain issues that need to be make sure they are protected or uh, or uh, or addressed. But let's let's be real. Your day to day life, and that's why I think so so often people check out, as they feel like their day to day life does not really have an impact on. Uh, uh, how things will will ultimately work out, and 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 what we're trying to convince people is that is v- precisely how the system was set up for you to participate, so you can get just that. But that's that's where I'm saying we're getting away from community, and when we okay, when okay, let's let's talk again. I always like to talk sports again, but when we talk about the AAU and we talk about these kids flying across the country to play for such and such team, 
whatever, I don't know, Target or Team Energy, whatever it is, and they're playing across the country. They're going to California. They're going to so-and-so, so-and-so. And they don't even know their local rivals. They don't understand a pride of playing for their lo- – see, this is going to be tough to get these people to come back and vote in their local municipalities. They're going it, 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 to you, – what you're doing is you're not harnessing and harvesting the things that you currently have had for the last three decades. And, you know, and, and, and it's not that you're not saying that it's growth, but there has to be a certain idea that I have a certain love and involvement with my hood, and you know my what? place. My, it doesn't mean it had to be in the ghetto, but there has to be something that has a local feel and a touch before, because we got to catch these these folks before they get off into their world and start going. I want everybody to explore the world because the world is large. It's a beautiful place, but I don't even know exactly where I am from, and I think a lot of things. We have to start to defend home court sometimes, and I think we're losing that. That's where you're not getting the authentic feeling, Hex, that you're talking about of I matter, my community matters, my people matter, and this is where I think we're losing it. And you know what? It's difficult to get to that point, um, in my opinion, just because we're so globalized now with the things that we interact with the most, which is – social media with the internet and it's kind of like you can almost avoid your community entirely you can almost avoid what's local all day and not worry yeah. about anything that's going on but you can see what people are do- right you can be on the computer and see what people are doing over in korea or doing across the country and be like well what's up with your neighborhood that, sure. that you know i don't know what's what, what what events are they having in your community i don't know but the people in uh the people in Texas got this new dance yes. out, yeah. and oh. they got this. But you don't know what's going the on old, with you. The old Burger King is now Five Guys. That's that's it. That's all the I, new I, news. I know, is. I know it's tough, but we have to kind of go back to to we we have to try to. It's funny you have to go back to basics in order to get back to. You do, and I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, but that's if you ask me for a solution, that's what needs to happen. I dig it. I dig but it. I'm telling you, man. We I don't know if it has to be someone who decides to go put a network together. Someone who has who wants to go in with us on the idea of putting a network together, but somehow we have to be able to present information like this on a consistent basis where people hear common common conversation about what's going on and what is transpiring right before their very eyes that impacts their life. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we appointed uh, Hex. Was there? I know there was. Uh, were there a couple updates that you wanted to give us about some? Man, first of all. Uh, there's a story. I didn't want to skip past that. I want you to- definitely, man, for real. And, and this is in you know, this is in Maryland. This is in PG County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're on. in PG County. Yeah. Let's be safe tonight. But <laughs> with this story, man, there's a police officer uh, who, in 2020, took a young, a gentleman un, uh, under custody who had crashed his car into a couple cars going down a block. He then put the gentleman in handcuffs who crashed the car into these cars going down the block, who was obviously inebriated and under the influence of something, right? So he put him in handcuffs, put him in his car. I want to be clear about this story in the midst that I'm going to skip a part and then come back, and that is to let you know ultimately what happened is the officer was allegedly under the assault of the guy who was in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to make a point at the end of this. And then somehow the officer's gun became loose from his holster. And then the officer was able to get a hold of the gun and fire it six times. The officer claims that the assailant got one shot off of this gun that got loose before the officer was able to shoot the assailant six times and kill the assailant. The problem with everything that I'm telling you is the assailant at this whole time that this story is being told has his hands cuffed behind it in the front seat of this officer's car. They went to court today. Excuse me, they went to court yesterday. The verdict came back and they decided the officer was not guilty of murder. Because that's what the family was charging. They were charging him with murder. You murdered this man. There's a guy who was drunk, crashed into some cars coming down a block. You arrested him, took him into custody. You put him in the front seat of your car. When the last time you heard is of, a, of some officer putting somebody in the front seat of their car? Are you for real? Come on, man. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, you want to yell that he tried to headbutt me. We got the scuffling in the car. He somehow got your gun loose. And got a shot off with his hands behind his back. With his hands handcuffed behind his back. I only, I only want to make sure people hear the story because it, it, got, it got put on the news, but that's the end of it. Other than the fact that, please be clear, the same officer, he's under indictment right now, right? Facing 40 years for fraud with him and some other officers who were acting like their cars were being stolen. Mm. And falling and filing for for false uh, stolen car reports, insurance scams, insurance scams, yeah. facing forty years. This is current. So the same guy who got off for shooting the shooting the guy in the front seat of his car six times with his hands cuffed. Now the ultimate part of all sorts of the story is the family got twenty million dollars from the county. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sorry, folks. Y'all in PG County who thought you could get a library for 20 million? Could you get a new subdivision for 20 million? Could you get a a, a park for 20 million? Don't worry. You had to settle with your police department with the taxes you pay. Yeah. So when you're mad about people saying we got to raise taxes, it's only to pay for things they keep letting certain people get away with and using the slush fund to pay for it with. Yeah. So they're allowing officers to do whatever they want, people to be in jeopardy even if they ain't even done anything. And here we have a case where they paid the family. They ain't, they didn't, they're not spilling that. You got to read the article. That's disgusting. However, the officer goes free, and now the same guy is in, under indictment for this insurance fraud. Yeah. Just uh, make sure, I just want to make sure that Hex got to that so we can let y'all know not to forget because it's not only just the national news that they have on Google CNN, the and NBC that, you know, it's actually stuff that's going on that, that, that you need to be aware of for, for you and your family members, you know, because it can come for anybody anytime, especially certain individuals, certain communities, it comes for more than others. Um, We up on it. Wonderful show. Hex, shout out.
Man, shout out to everybody who listens to UDK. Um, shout out to my family. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to my homies going through. Uh, shout out to Gunner. Shout out to Gunner. Here we go. Here we go. Right? Shout out to my man, Adam. Uh, everything he's going through, man, with your son, with my godson, with my dog. Staying strong. You know what I'm saying? It's a test. Uh, shout out to my cousin Ed and my, my cousin Marissa. Shout out to Aunt Janice. Shout out to Aunt Janice. And uh, shout out to my Uncle Rob, who's who's dealing with that loss as well yeah. and his own recovery. So shout out to my family who listens. Shout out to everybody who cares about things that matter. Shout out to UDK. Sir. Irv, shout out. Shout out to DJ Thunder and Powerhouse Radio. Uh, I definitely got to shout out my Urbanators, man. Got to shout out my, my dirt bags. Um, my uncle Ronnie passed this this week, bro. Um, so I I just want to in that season, bro. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's it's been a year, bro. I mean, I, I yeah. it's 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 been something. I I just want to shout out my uncle Ronnie, man. I want to shout out his son, his daughter, <clears throat> and his wife. Um. And the rest of the family, man. You know, I love y'all. Um, rest in peace, Uncle Ronnie. Sir. Right up. JR, shout out. Hey, man. Um, shout out to um, the cousins again. Irv, just to piggyback off what you're saying, shout out, shout out to uh, cousin to, um, to to the family that that's supporting um, cousin Ronnie's passing. Um, you know, we're always here for you guys. You know, Paula, Gina, Dwayne, uh, Mother Love, you know, um, we're all here for for you, and um, you know this has been a rough year. Mm. And, I was gonna um, say that it's yeah, been a rough yeah. year, and um, I'm I was blessed to have you know come into this family, and um, you know meet you, you meet you guys. You guys have been supportive of me just in life, in business, and everything that, and um, love all of you, and um, you know the holidays. You know we you know we, we'll we'll see soon. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Uncle Ronnie. Appreciate you, bro. And shout out to Aunt Janice. Let's go. Shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark a safe for later. Like, oh, shit, this shit is dope. They send somebody to listen to it. Oh, shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week. Uh, shout out to KG, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to KG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much love. Much love. And we're going to do this again next week, God willing, because y'all cannot get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K You're toxic and you know it. Yeah. Tell me what does it take to admit your faults? Is it hard for you to notice? Why you take these lies to prove your point? Cause you think you've been on my mind since 17, driving down through Pasadena for the week I've been. Knowing that you ain't the one for me, you ain't for me. I'm not here to lie. That you get the message I'm not giving second chance Never could I trust you You got me on the edge That's 